Welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting live from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you improve your quality of life and hopefully your loved ones. I am so glad to be here with you today. I hope all of you are doing well. And we have another great show for you. I am just so excited about this. Um, We're going to be doing something that we haven't done yet uh, in our radio career. We're going to be having three guests calling in and uh, and talking to myself and Kristen Rupp. And she's back in studio here with us. And she's from the McPhail Center for Music. She is the McPhail Music for Life Manager. And we are going to be talking about this unique program that offers music lessons, classes, musical ensembles that are designed specifically for adults 55 and over. Now, whether it's learning a new instrument, exploring topics with music history, or joining an ensemble, McPhail has opportunities for adults who want to pursue their interest in music. Now, we all know music has been shown to have many health benefits, including improving neuroplasticity of the brain, in the brain, maintaining or improving fine motor skills, boosting mood and increasing the opportunity for socialization, which is so important right now, is making sure we are connecting, especially our older adults. Now, McPhail Music for Life teaching artists work to provide experiences that will keep you engaged and excited to explore the world of music. Now, during the show today, we will be talking to three of the teaching artists from the McPhail Music for Life program and how they can provide opportunities for adults to really get involved in music programming that's not only educational but also improves their health and fosters fun. Now, uh, we received several calls last week um, about some of the things that we've been talking about in our programming here, and uh, I know several of you have talked about encouraging us to find more ways that we can engage our seniors. Uh, Many of you are uh, adult children of seniors that you're very concerned about um, being isolated, lonely, bored. And those are the three things that always make for for seniors to struggle in uh, living day to day. And uh, we see that, of course, in our practice all the time. And so um, so it's really a, a treat for me to have Kristen back here in studio. So I want to thank all of you that call, leave messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your questions and comments. Please continue to let us know of topics or guests you'd like for us to have on future shows. We are here to help you improve your quality of life. Call or text us anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 612-999-3426. Once again, 612-999-3426. And that's the number you can text us your questions today if you have any any uh, questions or thoughts about the McPhail Music for Life program. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, we are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can also be found on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other streaming services. 
Now, today, you have two ways to get your questions answered. First, you can ask your question live on the air by calling the AM950 radio station, and our friendly show producer, Dan, will be answering your calls, and he'll get you on the air. So if you want to get your uh, question on the air, call 952-946-6205. Or, as I mentioned before, you can directly text us your question at 612-999-3426. And we look forward to answering your questions today. Now, I want to make sure I get to Kristen as quickly as possible. We have a full show today, so it's going to be very exciting. Um, I want to introduce Kristen Rupp. She is the McPhail Music for Life Manager. And we are going to be talking about this unique program that offers music lessons, classes, and ensembles that are designed specifically for adults 55 and over. And we'll be talking with three of their teaching artists throughout the show today, so stay with us. Well, Kristen, welcome back to the show. Thanks. It's so good to be here again with you. It, this is really exciting. I, um, Like I said, this will be a record. This will be you know four people engaging <laughs> with me here on the show today. And, uh, and so we're going to really uh, put Dan to the test here, uh, managing all this incoming uh, traffic. But it will be a lot of fun. And I want to encourage people, um, if you want to see a video – a very fun, interesting video of the guests that we'll have calling in today, um, please go to the McPhail website, and that's mcphail.org. And then what you want to do is go on the tab on top that says For Adults. So you click that tab, and then you'll go, and there's a, on the far right side, look for McPhail Music for Life, 55 plus, click on that, and then right there in the first page is a great video. And and uh, Kristen's on there, and the three guests we'll have here, the teaching artists, will also be on there. So for those of you at home or, or can uh, get access to a computer or a laptop or even your phone, do that during the show here. And we'll give that out again throughout the show. So don't worry about that, folks. But mcfail.org, and you can get to see a video of the guests we'll have on the show today. Well, Kristen, remind our audience a little bit about your background. Sure. And then what inspired you to join McPhail? And uh, why are you so excited about this program? Well, originally I'm a violinist, which is a little different route than many people take to get into music therapy, which was my chosen career. And I just really wanted to share my love of music and the joy that it's brought with me in my own personal life and um, use it to serve others. So this was a way that I could um, do that. So I came to Minnesota as part of the my education, and this was a great area to find some um, opportunities to work within music therapy. Music therapy has a couple different main routes. If you want to be a music therapist, you often either work with children or in special populations or with older adults. And I always felt my calling was to work with older adults. It just felt very comfortable for me and natural. Once I finished my music therapy training, I worked in senior care. I worked in a care center first, and then I worked um, in an assisted living, independent living environment. Um, So I have some background in working in those settings when I saw this opportunity at McPhail to be part of their team, to be kind of the liaison between the teaching artists and the different sites, and then thinking about programs that we could also offer on site for people to come to us that were healthy, engaged seniors looking for ways to um, continue to be involved and continue their lifelong learning, 
that just really spoke to me and that was where I knew I really wanted to be. So when I saw the um, job posting, I actually told my family, this is my dream job. <laughs> uh, McPhail has just such a reputation in our um, community for excellence in yes. teaching. And I am just so pleased to get to work with these teaching artists every day. Uh, they have expanded my horizons personally. And I always just kind of pinch myself that I'm lucky enough to to get to hang out with them and to listen to them and to learn from them. So that was one of my goals also in taking this job was what can I learn from these teachers to help me as I want to kind of further my own career. Yeah. Well, and just to remind people, McPhail is one of the largest and oldest music programs in the country. Yes. I mean, we're very, music schools, yes. Yeah, right. yeah, we're very fortunate to have that right here in the Twin Cities. Right. So, so those folks that are listening across the country, that's too bad. You, you, you can't appreciate the great resource and great asset we have here in the Twin Cities. We're actually part of an association of community music schools. So we share like our knowledge and experience with each other and find ways to learn from each other some best practices. But McPhail's always been on the cutting edge in that way. Well, yeah, and you have uh, – a couple hundred people that work there that are yes. part of that organization. I mean, it really is uh, an amazing, amazing program. My, my daughter went through the uh, program as a child. Yes. So um, I know a lot of people have done the same thing. So it's a, it's a great, great program. And I wasn't even aware that you guys had this program for older adults. Now, I'll tell you what's interesting is in, in, in our practice, that's the number one requested therapy is music therapy. Oh, that's wonderful. When we're talking to, to people at end of life and, and working with them through the hospice program, that's the most most requested therapy is music. Right. Music is, um, you know, our oral um, listening is one of the senses that we hold on to longest. And so it can make such a big difference. You know, we, you and I were talking about um, how we use music in our own lives right. and, and that it can be such a powerful link to memory and that also, um, you know, we can use it to help ourselves feel better if we're sad or lonely and that we'll put a song on. And it's the same. This is part of what we're looking to do is to find ways to help people through music, right? Yeah. And, and especially the group that you're focused on, because I think they can get somewhat withdrawn from from things like music right. um, as they age, and especially you know your experience, my experience working with with senior communities, um, assisted living facilities, those, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they just don't get a chance to to have that type of program or that type of access right. that we're talking about today. Right. And so our, our teaching artists, a few of the teaching artists that you'll hear from today, they do go into some of those specialized communities to provide. Um, classes and educational opportunities, but we also have a whole host of educational opportunities where people can come to us um, for healthy, active, engaged seniors to also be able to take part um, in what we have to offer. So we'll be sharing a few of those um, opportunities with you today. All right. Hey, it's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Kristen Rupp, McPhail Music for Life Manager, and we're talking about this unique program that's offered through the McPhail Center for Music that takes people into classes and lessons and ensembles that are designed for adults 55 and older. So please stay with us. Our next segment, we're going to have Jerry Rubino talking about his program. So if you have any questions, please call us, 952-946-6205. You're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Please stay with us.
welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and how to improve the quality of your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Kristen Rupp. She is the McPhail Music for Life Manager, and we are talking about this unique program throughout the show today that's offered through the McPhail Center for Music here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, now, this next segment coming up, we're going to be talking with McPhail's Music for Life teaching artist Jerry Rubino and uh, we're going to talk about opportunities for performance-based classes here but before we get into that I want to mention that this show is brought to you in part each week by Minnesota Hospice. Now Minnesota Hospice is an independent physician-owned medical practice serving our local communities here with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. Their phone number is 952-898-1022. And just so you know, that number is answered by a nurse 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So if you call them, mention that you heard this on Ken's show, but uh, that number is 952-898-1022. Or you can visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. And remember, folks, the number one thing that people don't understand about hospice care is that there's no cost to the patient or the family. You've already paid it. Um, It's a statutory Medicare benefit. And so there's no cost. So it doesn't cost anything to reach out and get more information about this amazing health care service. All right. Well, Kristen, let's let our audience know how they can reach you guys at McPhail if they have any questions about this program or any other program that you guys have. Sure. Um, One way would be to visit us on our website, and there's different ways there to contact us. You are always welcome to contact me directly, and I would – just invite you to send me an email or give me a call. The easiest way to do that would be to do my direct email, which is Kristen, which is K-R-I-S-T-Y-N at org. My voicemail at work is 612-767-5348. I'm happy to answer any of your questions or help direct you to someone who might be able to find the correct answers for your situation. Perfect. And we'll give that information out again after each segment. So sure. if, you did, if you missed it, folks, don't worry about it. Again, you can always go to mcfail.org and get their main number there as well. All right. Well, let's I would. I am looking forward to uh, having a chance to talk with Jerry Rubino here. Yes. So as soon as he gets on the line, we will we will uh, pull him up here and uh, – get into contact with them. I'm just so curious about these performance-based classes. Right. All right. Just telling you that Jerry is on the line. Hey, Jerry, welcome to the show. <laughs> how how are you doing, my friend? <laughs> Ken, it's nice to meet you. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Jerry. You know, I, I had a chance here to watch your video um, that, uh, <laughs> that, that, that you guys have uh, under, under the For Adults tab and then under the Music for Life 55 plus tab. So I'm encouraging our listeners, if they want to have a, a visual of you and the other teaching artists and Kristen, you need to pull up that video. That is, that is a fantastic video. Not only, of course, great performance, but the videography and how they put that together, that was, that was just fantastic. Well, it's truly a group effort. Andrea and Joey and I 
really came together as a result of teaching together often and subbing for each other in different classes at McPhail. So it just, and I think we share a mutual enthusiasm. So we got creative and, uh, uh, since we're doing so much online, uh, we found this little ditty called Zoom, and, uh, you know, the rest went from there. Well, it's fantastic. I encourage people to do that. Now, you've only got a few minutes here, Jerry, in this segment, so I want to make sure that Kristen has a chance to ask you some of the key things to highlight the programs that you help support there at McPhail. So, Kristen, go ahead and take over. Sure. So I wanted to invite Jerry on to talk about some of our performance-based um, class opportunities. Jerry leads a number of different programs at McPhail, and he does a lot of work with people with mature voices. So oftentimes we'll hear people say, oh, yeah, I used to sing in choir, and I really loved it, but, you know, my voice just isn't what it used to be. And I always tell them, well, that's the best reason, perfect reason for you to come and see us, because Jerry has a lot of experience in working with singers um, of all ages, and he can give some great guidance and feedback. And so he has some unique opportunities for people to come and learn more from his professional um, experience. Jerry, do you want to tell a little bit about some of the different things that you do at McPhail? Sure. And I thought I would just say how one of them, you know, the original choir came to be. Uh, among many hats I have worn over the years, I have been on the staff and continue to be on the staff of the Minnesota Chorale, which is the professional chorus that um, <clears throat> uh, does all the choral work with the Minnesota Orchestra. And they teamed up with McPhail and came up with a vision for Music for Life. Uh, I mean, they not came up with a vision, but shared that vision. And there was a, a noticeable um, absence of choirs for uh, for people of a certain age group. Um, so Voices of Experience was formed about 10 years ago, and I am privileged. I uh, Someone else be, was the first conductor, and I came in as the second and have been doing it ever since. Um, I, I'm just excited because it really, the, the most common testimony I hear from people is gratitude that there's something for people to do once their kids have gotten out of the house or that they have retired, they have some time on their hands, they're mobile, they can get down to McPhail before COVID, but there's there's still stuff to do, and they really want to stretch their minds and develop community and stretch their musical, artistic talent. So, um, Voices of Experience is a regular choir, soprano, alto, tenor, bass, um, that rehearses typically on Tuesday mornings from 10 to noon, again, during the day rather than in the evening. And um, it's um, I'm really proud that uh, in this past year, a majority of our singers have successfully transitioned to uh, an online version of this, and we're still working on our skills in a, in a new and different way. Um, uh most of the other classes that I teach have been born out of requests by some of our singers, the first of which is voice class. Um, I do warm-ups at the beginning of every choir rehearsal, and people said, why don't we do more of this? So I started a voice class of techniques that I like to teach, and then a second class where people can sing songs from Broadway show tunes to opera arias to folk songs and try to apply um, their growing musical techniques to better and better singing. Um, the other two classes that are being offered right now are um, sight reading. This is something that scares people. People either are studied musicians who know how to read music or they've learned so much of their life by ear. And uh, both groups always can use a refresher course on um, how to look at a piece of music and make it, you know, come to life. The other thing that I'm very passionate about, having done a lot of music theater in town, 
is the whole um, interrelationship between um, uh, words, music, and how your body looks. So we're offering a class called Acting the Song, which is, goes beyond just learning the right notes and the words, but actually thinking about who's singing, what's the character, how do they feel, and how does that affect your overall performance and i feel like i'm talking faster and faster and faster <laughs> well, to try to get it all in <laughs> no and this, you did a great job now joey we're up against the clock here um we're gonna have to be have to have to say goodbye for right now but everyone please stay with us we've got uh, andrea leap next on the next segment and jerry thank you so much thanks ken Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in the studio here at AM950 is Kristen Rupp. She's the McPhail Music for Life Manager, and we are talking about this unique program offered through the McPhail Center for Music, and it's for it's designed for adults 55 and over. And uh, we've got the three segments today where we're going to have a teaching artist from uh, from Kristen's McPhail Center Music for Life program on the show. They're calling in. We've already had Jerry Urbino, and uh, and I wish we could have Jerry on for the full show. We'll we'll get him back to to talk more about the great performance based classes um, that that he was referring to, and and Kristen's going to recap that a little bit here in just a second. But before we return back to our show, I want to mention that. Uh, we, we have a new in-home support service program that's helping our uh, adults, and it's called Neighbor Care. And it's being offered by our show partner, Episcopal Homes of St. Paul. And if you know someone who is struggling to maintain living independently or is considering a move to an assisted living community, please call Neighbor Care. Uh, Neighbor Care is a new kind of in-home support service that's more affordable than traditional home care providers. And this new service is designed to help older adults remain independent by making in-home support services more affordable and accessible. And they're available 24 hours a day. Now, for more than 125 years, Episcopal Homes has been serving the Twin Cities and understands the importance of a safe and supportive home environment. If you have any questions about this, please call Karen Vento at Episcopal Homes. Her number is 651 444-4000. Four 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 zero 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 zero. Once again, for more information on neighbor care being offered by Episcopal Homes, call Karen Vento six five one four 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 thousand to find out more. All right, Kristen, back to our conversation here. Let's remind our audience again how they can find out more information about your program, but also about all the programs at McPhail. Sure, it's. Great if you can visit our website at mcfail.org. There's so much information. Sometimes it can be a little tricky to sort through and find exactly what you're looking for. So you're also invited and encouraged to call our student services, which is 612-321-0100. And there are many friendly workers there that can help you try and access the information that you're looking for. And they can make some recommendations about um, different groups or classes that might line up with what your interests would be. 
we talked to Jerry some about some of our performance-based classes, and his happened to be in particular some vocal classes, whether it's choir or um, voice classes as sight reading. But we also have other performance-based classes for people that are looking to learn a new instrument, perhaps for the first time, or maybe to dust off their skills from ages gone and um, kind of get back to it. And I wanted to mention that a few of those would be we have a beginning piano class that will be starting in February. We actually have a taiko drumming class, which is a Japanese art form of drumming. And um, you will be able to do that online. The teacher is going to help you um, try and find some resources from inside your home to make your own drum or find instrument uh, different household items that would serve as a drum. And then we um, send some special drumsticks to you. We do at times have beginning ukulele, beginning guitar, and those are just great ways to try something new. But I next want to introduce and invite Andrea Leap to talk a little bit about some of her classes. Um, some people aren't as interested in maybe making music themselves, but they want to learn more about the art form of music and different topics within music. So Andrea has developed a series of classes that explore different topics within music, and she calls her series Unwrapping Music. So music is like a gift that we have that we can kind of take a unwrap the different layers and take a closer look at what's inside and what really makes it special. Well, Andrea, hi, hi Ken, hey, and hi Kristen. Andrea, welcome to the show, Living Healthy, Aging Well. We are so excited to have you participate on today's show. And uh, we just came off a blistering segment with Jerry. That was a fast-paced, and uh, he did a great job. I'm looking forward to getting him back on the show to talk more about that. But um, uh, Kristen and I have so many things in common because we, um, in, in our practice of hospice, we are, are working with people all the time about um, helping improve the quality of their life. And, uh, and, and Kristen and I both share a real passion for helping people, especially our older population, have a great quality of life. And your program sounds like it would be so fascinating to, uh, to talk to and have people engaged with. Could you explain more about what it is you guys do in your program? Sure. So this program really came out of um, my thinking about my own family and my parents in particular who are musical and who love music and will listen to just about any kind of music, but who don't know very much about it. And they kept saying to me, well, I don't know anything about that. And I don't know anything about that. And they, they in an apologetic way, if you will, because <laughs> I was a musician and they felt like they should know, you know, something about what it was that I did. Um, and the more I thought about it, the more I thought, well, this is information that I feel like anyone who loves music would be intrigued by. You know, why is the music built the way that it is built uh, for historical reasons or sociological reasons or just for uh, reasons of tastes and trends that moved throughout you know, history in terms of how music got put together? And some of that's just functionality of music and some of it's, um, you know, the passion of the human spirit, which gets imbued in music and music, musical communication. And so I started out by teaching this real overview, looking at a really wide variety of music, anything from Indian uh, ragas to uh, grand opera to bluegrass to New Orleans-style jazz, and just saying, all right, let's tear this apart and look at the components that make it what it is. Um, and it was such a joy to teach because I got to share my passion for all of these fascinating and uh, and, and and somewhat similar uh, 
forms of expression that, you know, span the globe and the centuries. Um, and so I just kept doing it and finding new topics to explore. And the, the students in the class I have found to be so curious and engaged. Um, I get emails from, you know, them between classes in the middle of the week saying, Hey, I found this video. You should check it out. It reminded me about, you know, this and that. And I feel like it's given them and me an opportunity to just learn about how we experience music um, in so many different ways and how wonderful that really is. Um, and I think truly for me, it has forced me to continually open my mind. Um, and my and Jerry, who was just on with you, he uses this expression all the time. I, I'm saying this descriptively, not judgmentally. He says that all the time when he's trying to describe something. And I, I feel like my students and I are really becoming expert at that. Okay, let's let's talk about this descriptively, not just, oh, I don't like it or, oh, I do like it, but why? And that is engaging them in terms of their just mental activity, also this community and conversation. It's really been a wonderful and enjoyable class to teach. And I, I mean, I hope my students enjoy it as much as I do uh, because I have a great time. Well, I suppose it will help people have a greater appreciation for the music that they do like on one hand. Right. And on the other hand, you're opening up things for them on the other hand as to here's some new music. I, I, I know I took a, an, a music art appreciation class in college and I was, I was dreading it. But what I learned from that class, though, is that people say, oh, I know what I like. But they're really saying, I like what I know. And your yes. your your classes here really open up people to learning more about what they don't know. Right. And in fact, that's a, that's a comment that I just got from a student in my last class. Um, he has taken a series of these classes with me. And at the beginning of the class, he introduced himself and he said, I always take these classes because there's always a nice surprise that I didn't know anything about <laughs> that becomes a new passion for me. And that's like such a great thing to to have at any age, right? But mm -hmm. to realize that we can continually broaden um, what it is that we know and like. And yeah, I have one coming up in February, which is all about New Orleans and all the music that coincides around that area because of all the mishmash of cultures and populations which have come through that port city. So Zydeco, New Orleans jazz, Delta blues, uh, you know, it's just a wonderful uh, city for musical breadth. And so I'm really looking forward to all the diversity that we can share in that class. Andrea, I also wanted to talk a little bit about you have some of these classes that encompass a broader age range. Um, there's an opera class coming up that's uh, introduction to opera, but it's really for 18 plus. So can you tell right. us a bit, a little bit about how the classes for 55 plus would be a little bit different? Well, I think honestly, the main way that they differ is that we, there's uh, among the students, there tends to be more of a common experience of music Sure. in that they've all come through the same pop culture more or less at the same time. Uh, and so in terms of making musical references and drawing on things that they are more familiar with, um, we try and pull some of that so that we can uh, have an easier conversation sure. about some of those things. But uh, in terms of the, the depth of content or the, uh, 
well, gosh, the rigorousness of the class, there's really no difference. Sure. And I know we've talked too, when we're thinking about the classes that we're going to offer for the semester, McVale has a semester basis for um, classes. Andrea teaches usually two to three different courses in that breadth of time. And Andrea comes up with some of the topics herself, uh, things that have caught her attention or intrigued her in her own uh, musical journey. But then also you are constantly getting feedback from the students in your class about subjects that they would like to explore. And sometimes that's what sparks um, the next session too and the deep dive that you're going to do. Exactly. I mean, if a student says, hey, I'm really interested in learning more about minimalist music or modern Broadway, I mean, I am, I'm curious just like they are, so I'm happy to explore that uh, with them, and that's where some of our, our best classes have come from. Right. So I'm actually – I'm really blessed because I get to sometimes sit in uh, under the guise of knowing what's going on in my department and watching my teachers, uh, that I get to participate in that way. So I'm excited to see some of what you have to offer this spring. I know the two different classes besides the music of Mardi Gras in New Orleans is composers and their muses. And then also one about um, the way that we express um, gendered identities or um, different points of view within music. So it's got the catchy title of You Say Potato, I Say Potato. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the old Gershwin song. So, yeah, Composers and Their Muses is actually pretty um, interesting. Of course, we typically think of muses as being female, but they aren't all female. Um, and I'm particularly looking at muses who were artists themselves, either performers or musicians. So then if the composer is writing for that person in mind, you know, to perform it um, and how that really changes the compositions because of their close relationship um, and how the muse, if you will, informs um, the, the work that the, the composer creates. So for instance, a modern example would be Judy Garland and Harold Arlen you know, had a very uh, close relationship with how those songs got written between the two of them. Well, Andrea, it's time to take a quick break here. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. We really appreciate it, and we're looking to have you back on a future show, if that's okay. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life and how to improve the quality of your life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Kristen Rupp. She is the McPhail Music for Life Manager, and we are talking about this unique program offered through the McPhail Center for Music that focuses specifically for adults 55 and older. And this is an important age group because uh, they really, really benefit from the all the different programming and classes available through McPhail Center for Music. Now, this segment will be talking to our third artist, teaching artist, Joey Clark, and we're going to be exploring the holistic experiences and wellness benefits of body, voice, and spirit with Broadway classes. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, uh, Joey, are you there? I am. Hi, Ken. Hi, Kristen. 
Good morning, Joey. All right. Hey, thank you for being on the show here. Um, you're you're going to wrap up the show with us here at the last segment. So I want to turn this over to Kristen and uh, and introduce you and the program that the program that you do at McPhail Music for Life. Sure. So Andrea talked to some about her unwrapping classes, which are very in-depth about different topics within music history and music appreciation. And Joey has some different classes. Joey has a great background in Broadway and cabaret and music theater. And he's taken his expertise in that area and developed some classes which are have components of the music appreciation, music history, and also bring in some components of our performance-based classes where we're creating music together. And so his classes that he's offering um, several of this spring look at different topics within um, music theater and then give you a chance to learn about the music and the background of the shows and different things, but then also perhaps to sing some of the songs together with him. Um, So I'm going to let Joey tell you a little bit more about some of his background and where these classes kind of came from and what sparked the idea for that. Yeah, my background is actually as a theater artist first, but I've been a musician, you know, since I was five years old also. Um, So those two careers kind of were parallel. Um, When I moved to New York City after college, the first job I had was the week after 9-11 happened. And um, it was at a Jewish uh, senior home and they were looking for a choir director. And there were no jobs for artists, of course, the week after 9-11. But um, I was able to get that first job. And then I went on this path of working with seniors ever since. Uh, It was an unexpected path, but really a rewarding one in so many ways. Um, And, you know, I've always used theater and music as a tool to connect to other people, as a tool to learn about the world around us, and as a tool to connect to a deeper sense of self. And so in the last few years, I've been really thinking, how can I bring that into my classes through McPhail? Um, So I've developed, like Kristen said, um, a few new classes that are um, doing just that. So on Mondays, I'm teaching a body, voice, spirit class that is meditative based. And it's about connecting our body and our mind and our spirit to the music that we make in the class. On Tuesdays, I'm teaching songs of pride and empowerment as a tool to use music to figure out what's going on in this world, listening to people from different perspectives. And of course, that was really um, brought on by the uh, the uprest, um, the uprising this summer after the murder of George Floyd. Um, and I w- worked with a lot of seniors who wanted to be a part of the communal conversation about that, but felt like they couldn't because of the quarantine. Um, So this is allowing people to really understand what people are saying in terms of LGBTQ pride and and pride for people of color um, through their music. On Wednesdays, we're going to look at Broadway composers and lyricists who are not normally talked about. So we're talking about females, people of color. We're talking about people who have not really had their time in the spotlight like Rodgers and Hammerstein have. Um, and on Thursdays, we're looking at artist perspectives. So different um, artists who have forged paths. Um, again, looking at cabaret artists and then people of color and women especially and how uh, some of these forgotten artists really changed the scene for Broadway and cabaret performance. 
So Joey's kind of broken them down into some different um, subtopics within music music theater. And so you can take a look and each class is about four weeks long. So it's not a long time commitment. If you wanted to just give something a try and see if it felt like a good fit for you or you're concerned about committing for a long uh, length of time, this might be a great way to kind of get your feet wet uh, and, and give something to try. Um, we found that music theater is often something that's very accessible. People have personal experiences, seeing shows. So many different movies nowadays even have taken this um, route. And so it's an easy way for us to kind of connect and maybe a comfortable first experience for people. Joey, you transitioned from um, also a career where you were working with um, teens, um, young adults, and have decided that you wanted to focus a little bit more on working with older adults. And what are some of the things that you have found um, really helped you connect with the, this population and really made it meaningful for you um, that you wanted to pursue this as your career? Well, um, you know, even as a little kid, I was that kind I was the kid at the holiday parties who sat around the table with the old people instead of playing with the peers who were my age. <laughs> I never played with my cousins. I always talked to my great aunts and my great uncles. So I think I've always just had a, a deeper connection with older souls. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I'm an old soul myself in that way. Um, I, you know, it's so funny listening to the show today. I, I did not realize going into it that Episcopal Homes is your show partner. I right. have done, I've worked at Episcopal Homes for the past nine years. Right. Um, not, uh, I initially, through my partnership with McPhail, where I have a choir with the Sage Singers, um, but also I've worked with them doing intergenerational theater work through SPCPA, my high school for the arts that I worked at up until this past year, um, and uh, and doing cabaret technique with Andrea, who yes. just talked to us. Um, so I, I have gone on quite a journey with Episcopal Homes. Um, last summer, we presented at McPhail a World War II show based off of interviews of people who live at Episcopal Homes. Um, and so I don't know, I, my connection with older adults has always been strong. And I love that um, <laughs> even in my first job in New York when I was right out of college, older adults can, you know, be very honest and say what they're thinking and not beat <laughs> around the bush. And I love that being a New Yorker. Uh, <laughs> so I'm all about immediate feedback. Um, and that also comes with immediate gratification and, uh, you know, immediate love in many ways. Um, and so I'm just constantly rewarded by working with an older population. Well, Joey, thank you so much. We're up against the clock here. We would love to have you back on the show with, with Kristen and talking more about your program. But thank you again so much for being on the show today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. All right, folks, please join us again next Saturday at noon for another live broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, live well.